right, so it is a feel-good Friday. And what do we feel best about? We love football, right? No way. We just yeah. love football around here. And I just want to put kind of like my thinking cap on. And I want to think... By the way, we're coming to you live from the Bill Ford Talk Sorry, Studio. Yes. Yep. Uh, and I want, to, I want to think about the opening game to open the 2023 oh, yeah. season. All right, so Thursday night game. A Thursday night game that NBC has, right? Before. It's going to be in Kansas City. Okay. Now, Kansas City has three teams that are visiting them this year. We don't know when because the schedules won't come out until April. Mm-hmm. But I want you to put your Howard Katz and Mike North, a man of knowledge. Yeah, those guys who make the schedule. Put yep. your hat on for mm-hmm. a second and think about this. Of the three teams that are visiting the Kansas City Chiefs this year, mm-hmm. the Bills, yep. the Bengals, okay. and a rematch of the Super Bowl, the Eagles, who would you want to open Thursday night football with? The Bills are immediately out. And it, to me, it's either the Eagles or the Bengals. And the reason I'm going to say the Bengals is because of the animosity that happened and came out of that AFC title game. I mean, you had so much crap talking, the whole Burrowhead situation, even Patrick Mahomes was crap talking. That to me and that build up to get to that game would be <laughs> tremendous because there's more of a history there. I don't think you could go wrong with a Super Bowl rematch, but to me, the more interesting matchup would be one of those teams, Bengals Chiefs coming out of that thing 0-1 would be incredible. All right, so Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. That means they become like... Uh, one of the most talked about teams in the NFL. That means maybe they get a Sunday night opening game mm-hmm. or they get a Monday, one of the two Monday night opening games if they do two again. Yeah, and by the way, Jets fans, get ready. If Aaron Rodgers comes here, that you're going to be staying up late a lot. <clears throat> you're going to get a lot of Sunday night and Monday night and Thursday night. It's going to so, be a lot. If you want the Jets at home, okay, you obviously have your three AFC Eastern teams, which you can. You know, you could make a case for any one of those. Jets, Bills, Bronze. So that would be Josh Allen and, Pat, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. Oh that would be ridiculous for a Monday night or a Sunday night game. And I'm sure that, you know, I'm sitting here and my CBS brethren are saying, shut up, yeah. shut up. Right, right. We want all these games on our side. And, and Tony Toronto, don't worry, I'm fighting for us. Okay, so anyway, you have those three teams, any, you know, any one of those teams. And then the teams that are coming to New York, I would take Kansas City out of this mix because they're going to play on Thursday night. I'm going to take the Eagles out of this mix because I think it's going to be the Eagles at Kansas City. Okay, Super Bowl rematch, all right. So you have the Chargers with Justin Herbert. You could do him, those guys on Monday night. And that's about it because after that, it's the Commanders, Texans, and Falcons. Now, away, away, Jets away on a Monday night. It could be Jets, Giants. Yeah, they're not going to do that open the season, though. It could be Jets, Giants, uh, uh, right? Yeah, could be. Okay, it could be any one of the three uh, in a AFC Eastern teams. It could be the Broncos. It could be the Raiders. How about the Jets at the Cowboys wow. on Monday Night Football? Opening weekend. That, that's the one right there. Aaron Rodgers and then the Cowboys. Where, because it's the Cowboys, that's the one. Or the Jets at the Browns with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, not as much. I mean, the, that would get some juice, but the biggest, the Cowboys is the one. Jets at Cowboys, Sunday night or Monday night football, week one. That would be it. Or at some point, that's got to be a primetime game. Has to be. I mean, that, especially, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, NFC, Cowboys played them a million times. Uh, he's just got to get here. Can he get here? It would be unbelievable. Yeah, no. So anyway, just trying to look ahead. So if you had Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. on that team, oh, man. You want Odell now, too? Oh, yes. Uh, I want him back here in one way or another. 
Uh, yeah, I think Giants more likely. I could see the Giants being a more likely situation. Because they they were really they've been in on him. The Jets did the Jets send anybody to a workout with him? I, I think, think the Jets are going to end up going to the workout. I think you got to check everybody out, don't you? Have to look under every hood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, under every rock or everything. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Here you go, Andrew and Queens. Andrew, what's happening? Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Yeah. So if, if the Jets get uh, <clears throat> Rodgers and even Odell, do you think that the number one contenders to be on hard knocks? <sighs> well. All right, so they actually fit the profile of Hard Knocks because there's rules now for Hard Knocks. Yeah. So if you have missed the playoffs for three consecutive years and your head coach isn't in his first year, you are eligible for Hard Knocks. And the Jets fit that profile. So, yes, they would have to be. I mean, are you kidding me? Even if it was just Aaron Rodgers, it would be absolutely the, the number one thing for Hard Knocks. All we're missing is Rex Ryan. Yeah, I know. Let's go get a goddamn snack. <laughs> But, I mean, <laughs> hard knocks is not the same as it was, though, because a lot of these teams are so self-conscious about what's going on. Like, Dan Campbell was good last year because he let them in. But you remember the year with Gruden and Mayock? They kept oh, those because they were yes. forced to do it. Yes. And they kept everything. And that was the Antonio Brown one with the feet and all that other stuff. I know. And the, <laughs> he showed up in a hot air balloon and everything else. And they barely covered any of that stuff. Oh, my God. Be well, he, he Antonio Brown would dominate the whole thing. I, I will say that Derek Carr came through great on on all of that yeah, yeah yeah for sure he he did but no that would hard knocks with the jets with aaron Rodgers and odell but just aaron Rodgers. Uh, either that or in season hard knocks yes which i don't i don't watch as much but um last year that must have been a complete mess did you watch a lot of that cardinals one yes, last year yes that and must have been tough it was because you know they're, they're bleep editing a lot sure of course uh let's go to john who's in new jersey what's up john Hey, Gio, I just was going to say, if um, the Jets get Rodgers, don't you think Jets-Cowboys is Thanksgiving material? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's is. another, yes. obviously, another huge situation. And that would be, I, I believe that would be our game. Wow. I, I don't know. You know why? No, I can't say that because I think this is the year now that there's really no really AFC-NFC delineation on okay. the networks. You know, they've been crossing over a lot more the last few years, and I think this year is probably everybody's fighting for games now, and we're all sitting here with bated breath. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We got to have that game. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be that's gonna be the thing. I mean, that's going to be like Tom Brady the, to the Bucks, but I think even bigger than that. How about the fact that the Chiefs get both the Bills and the Bengals in their stadium again? God, those guys got to be sick of going to Arrowhead. Well, up until the AFC Championship game, it was Burrowhead. They'd go in there and beat them. I know Kansas Bengals. City was in you know Cincinnati last year. That's right. I don't yeah. think Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, I don't remember or recall them going to Buffalo yet. Yeah. Do you, do you, have, you guys ever remember them playing at Buffalo? I, I don't, but they very easily could have. Yeah, the Buffalo fans have got to be, like, livid. Yeah, I would you think, think they so. want uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? They may. I mean, I know Steph Diggs was chirping a little bit about maybe getting out of there, but there's no way that's going to happen. Well, he's always chirping about something. He is. Al is in New Jersey. It's another Al in New Jersey. What's going on, Al? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Al. Uh, real quick, say the Jets get Rodgers for two years. That puts it through Zach's third and fourth year of his contract. There's 0% chance they pick up the fifth year. Why keep him here? Why not? Why, why, why already jump ship on him when, when you don't have to? 
What are you going to do with him for two years? You're not going to. Well, you know what? You're, what listen, for, 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 so you're assuming that Aaron Rodgers is coming here for two years and he's going to make it through 17 game seasons. That there's not going to be any chance for Zach Wilson to play at all. That's what you're assuming. Right. And plus, why would he, he mentally he's got to be fried. None of his teammates apparently even want him here. Well, I think all of his teammates say the same thing about him as they're saying about Kyler Murray out in Arizona. He's just got to grow up. He's got to learn how to become a professional. You know, being an NFL quarterback, uh, there's a lot of responsibilities that come along with that, both on and off the field. And you got to be the unquestioned leader. And I don't think Zach really knows how to do that. And hopefully there'll be a positive influence if Aaron Rodgers comes here on Zach Wilson. So by the time that he's in his fourth year, he'll be ready to go, much like Jordan Love. Yeah. Well, Al, I'm on, actually, I'm with you. I would, I would move on from Zach Wilson, but Boomer's been telling me from day one with this Aaron Rodgers situation that they want to keep him and he's going to be here. So it's sort of a battle I don't fight because it's not going to happen. But I, I personally would have been done with him. So you know that Aaron Rodgers has said, man, that, that's not the same old Jets. They look good. That's a, that's a really young, very talented team. He said all these nice things about the Jets after the Jets had beat him. Um, and you know, the way that he was responding, you know, or has been talked to, I guess, through Twitter by the Jet players. They tell you the Jet players tell you that they want him here. They did not do that for Derek Carr. No, no. I mean, it's what I said with the video. I mean, they're having a bonfire, burning cheese heads, calling Aaron Rodgers out by his name. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and Sauce Gardner. I didn't hear a peep out of any of those guys about Derek Carr. Like I told peep. you, it's weird. The weird dynamic. Gunner goes from rooting from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. And Sydney goes from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. If Aaron Rodgers ends up being here, because he's not here yet. Uh, Rich in Saddlebrook. What's going on, Rich? Gio, what's the problem, bro? Like, we don't need Odell Beckham to replace Corey Davis? No, I, I, don't, want the, I don't know if you need him. I want him. all the freak shows, bro. I want you want all the freak shows. shows. Yeah, bring all the freak shows in here. <laughs> Let's go down to MetLife and kick the at everybody. Yeah, all right. Um, Listen, I, Rich, I, I I know that that theory See, is that's out a there. Jet fan. That would be a crazy Jet fan at the Super Bowl parade. Uh, I, uh, just I, imagine this. Just I, I know that, you know, I like, I just, I would imagine like a, a Canyon of Heroes parade for the New York Jets with Odell Beckham and Aaron Rodgers on the first float. Oh, my God. <laughs> And, you know, Big Sauce Gardner will be right in the middle of everything. Garrett Wilson will be in the middle of everything. Quinn and Williams will be back there, probably smoking a huge cigar. <laughs> It'd be unbelievable. I, I will say, if the Jets do win another Super Bowl, it's going to be with a group of guys like that. It is. Like that young, big personality, Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham. If they're going to finally get over the hump after all those years and all the disasters, like it would be a group like that. Think about if you if you did bring both of those guys in here at the business side of the football team, he would make his money back like probably within three hours. Oh yeah, no, of course. I mean the, the season tickets, the merchandise, the everything. I mean they they would be immediately the most talked about team in town. I mean they are right now because of the prospect of Aaron Rodgers coming here. If he does come here and then Odell follows, I mean it's like that's the mo they'll be the most talked about team in football, hands down. They will. Because everybody wants the next big, what's the next thing? Like the Chiefs are the thing, what's the next thing? And the great thing about having Aaron Rodgers with Nathaniel Hackett is that he could talk to guys in quick sound bites on the field about what he wants. Could you imagine the back shoulder throws to Garrett Wilson on one side and Odell Beckham Jr. on the other? Yeah, if Odell can still play.
I mean, his, his workouts look great. His Instagram looks great. But, I mean, the guy hasn't played in a year. Well, he's doing a workout, and they're going to be at least, I think, at least 13 teams at that workout to see what he looks like. And Odell, you know, I'll tell you what. you got to understand something. Coaches and general managers, they froth at the mouth at great athleticism. That's why everybody was frothing at the mouth at your guy, Anthony Richards, and yeah. at the Combine. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Look at this guy. Oh, you know, but, you know, we'll worry about the accuracy later. The athleticism is ridiculous. It's off the chart. You know who else was like that last year was Malik Willis. Now, he dropped a little bit because, you know, for whatever reason, maybe he was a little bit smaller than uh, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Richardson is just a total specimen. He's 6'4". He's Josh Allen size. He's 250 or it's, 245, I should say. I mean, it's insane. And I knew that he would be a combine story, but if you draft him, and somebody might in the top 10, if you draft him, he cannot play right away. You got to get him with the right coach, and you got to give him time. And if you do, I think he could be he could be the next big thing. So you know, Jimmy Garoppolo signs with the Panthers, and then they draft Anthony Richardson. <laughs> but you know, but the problem is what what ends up happening. And I've lived this, so I know what happens. If you're an older quarterback, especially if you're a new quarterback to a team, and you're an older quarterback, like say Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, whatever. Um, what ends up happening, especially if the team drafts a quarterback in the first round, even more so now than back in my day, because back in my day, I was a second round draft pick and I sat behind Kenny Anderson. The only reason I got a chance to play is because two guys in front of me got hurt. I would have never played my rookie year. So now, though, because of social media and because of the fan interaction with everything, that they usually push the narrative for the team to end up playing a certain guy. Like, I think that's what happened with Mike White here. I mean, I don't think they ever really wanted to go back to Mike White. I mean, they, I think they wanted to fight through it with Zach Wilson. And then that whole debacle after the New England game happened. And then all hell broke loose. And then they completely mismanaged the whole thing. Yes. And and I don't know if it was a combination of Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, just Rob Sala. I don't know what it was. But they, they screwed that whole thing up about 15 times last and year. And that's why... If you're Jimmy Garoppolo or one of these older quarterbacks going somewhere and, you, you know, these teams end up drafting somebody in the first round, like an Anthony Richardson, the fans are going to want to see know. Anthony Richardson. Of course. So the best thing you could do is probably have some sort of package of plays for him like the Saints had for Taysom Hill. You get him in there. Give him a little something. Don't give him something that's overwhelming or where he's going to make a mistake. Yeah, and then just satisfy that thirst of the fans and then put them in there, which actually might make it worse if he has success there. But Right, which which could happen, but also puts an enormous amount of pressure on the guy that signed the big free agent contract to come in. Because to the guy that's signing the contract to come in, he's not he doesn't really want to be what Geno Smith says he's going to be. Like Geno's like entrenched in Seattle now. This is gonna be his fourth year there, or maybe his fifth. And you know, he basically said, Look, if they draft a quarterback, I'm cool with that. I'll mentor him, I'll help him out. I'm making my money. I'm good. Yeah. And he's not going to feel any sort of, I think, like angst or disrespect if they go and draft a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, and everybody, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers himself felt that when Jordan, he's like, they drafted my replacement. He said it right after that. I drafted my replacement. Yeah. You went through it too. Yeah. So I know exactly what it is, but like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to pick a team. And if he picks that team and that team goes and drafts like an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis or somebody like that. Then now all of a sudden, Jimmy's not stepping into what he thought he was stepping into. Now yeah. it's a completely different set of cir- circumstances. I feel like that ha- that just happened with somebody the last couple of years. 
where they signed somebody to a contract or brought him in, and all of a sudden well, they that happened with Russell Wilson when when the Seattle Seahawks drafted Russell Wilson. Yeah, with Matt, they gave Matt Flynn the contract. They gave Matt Flynn the big right. contract That's in the right. offseason, and then they drafted. Now Russell was drafted in the third round. Yeah, so it wasn't like he was a first round draft choice. But you know, Pete Carroll has told me on numerous occasions the moment that Russell moved walked into that locker room, his rookie season, they knew they had their guy. Wow, things have changed. <laughs> yes, they have. Hey everybody, I'm Mark Shanowski, along with one of the NBA's most popular analysts, Stacey King. We're inviting you to join us on the Gimme the Hot Sauce podcast. So join us every week here in the Hot Sauce Studios, where we'll be talking about basketball, football, MMA, entertainment, and unique viewpoints from a group of sports experts having a few brews. That's right. Listen up on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. news it happens every single time every single time and it'll be four hours of tiki and tyranny breaking it down which will be great for them it'll be great for them i'm gonna be jealous i thought we were gonna get it yesterday because uh, tyranny was out figured oh yeah no bt yesterday was gonna break Ultimately, it will be great for the station. Yeah, of That's course. The thing. Like, of we're course. setting them up. You know, like we're like the leadoff hitters. That is true, and we can't get too greedy because the Aaron Judge news broke. Yes. while we were on the air, and that was a big deal. So did the Kevin Durant. Uh, well, yeah, we're the first ones to happen in the middle of the night. That yes. too, as well. So yes, can't get too greedy. I but mean, I Aaron Judge, Kevin Durant, Brett Favre, three for three. Well, Aaron Rodgers now, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Why well, do you keep saying Brett Favre? Because it's following the same exactly. storyline. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And Odell Beckham Jr. Too, I want him. <laughs> Who's having a workout next week? Open workout? Yeah. Or, yeah yes. Giants are going to attend. Apparently, that yeah. is right. Hopefully, the Jets are attending. Get them here. Get them here. Get them here. Get them here. Ton of fans. Ton of fans. All right. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Really don't have a lot to offer as far as the Knicks go because West Coast late night. Not in a lot of extensive post game sound. They did lose to the Kings in Sacramento. Jalen Brunson left after halftime. 19 points in 19 minutes. But re-aggravated or re-injured the foot. He's got some soreness. He did not return. We'll have to see about his status moving forward as the Knicks have a back-to-back tomorrow and Sunday in L.A. as they'll face the Clippers and the Lakers before wrapping up their uh, West Coast road trip in Portland against the Blazers on Tuesday. The Nets sat most of their team. Some didn't even dress. Hung in there with the Bucks. Lost by five using G-Leaguers off the bench who logged some heavy minutes. They'll turn around and face the Timberwolves tonight in Minnesota. We'll have pregame on the fan and the free Odyssey app beginning at 7.50. Just to wrap up, a few more from Kyrie. Uh, his latest rant, this time on Twitch late Wednesday into Thursday, covered a lot of territory as it turned out across about an hour or so, including this thought. Gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from, and the fun away from the game at times. Let me just be honest with y'all. He says it has turned fans into angry, nasty people when things don't work out. You gamble on me. I'm not going to tell you whether it's a good gamble or a bad game. I'm just saying, you gambling. You're going to win or lose, but that doesn't mean sliding into people's DMs or wishing bad on them or doing that. It blows my mind sometimes. You feel me? All right, so that's the deal. People are sliding into his DMs. That's the thing, right? Well, yeah. normally sliding into your DMs is a yeah, I want to have sex different with you. kind of thing. This right. is more of a, well, well, I'm going to come in and be angry at you and tell you that, you know, hope you die because I didn't hit my 
five leg parlay or something like that. But don't don't you, in order to slide into somebody's DMs, don't <laughs> they have to be following you and you have to be following them? Or your DMs have to be open. Slide into no. DMs. On uh, Instagram, you could slide into any DMs, ah, I believe. So he's talking Instagram yeah. here. Okay, see? I'm just picturing Sean Marks in his office going, Hey, Joe Saul, you see this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at this guy. I told you it was, was it less than two weeks. He's on Twitch. He's taking everybody out. Uh, maybe Marks <laughs> is sliding into the DMs as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Some criticism. Yeah. yeah, suck on it, weirdo. <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacques Vaughn, hey, you got a second? Have you seen Twitch this morning? Have you seen the latest? Have you seen the latest with Kyrie? <laughs> oh, boy. He had uh, also some commentary on John Morant, everything he's dealing with right now, public criticism and judgment for allegedly what waving that gun at the nightclub away from the uh, Grizzlies right now. Kyrie says, I will not be one to get on him. Toski's not the only person that's dealt with real-life circumstances. He's not the only one. He won't be the only one. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand and make sure that I'm there for my family and my friends. And if he caught it at the beginning, he's 12-ski is what he calls him. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought he said bro-ski or something. 12-ski. Okay. Yeah. And lastly, tongue-in-cheek, I, I think it sounds like talking about life in the NBA and as a professional athlete. Happy to be here. Just, just elated. Elated. Just elated to be here. Oh, it's great. It's great, dude. Dude, it's great. It's great. It's great, broski. Bro, name it. It's great. It's great. It's great, bro. It's great. It's great. It's great. This life's great, bro. I have no complaints. I don't. What? Uh, <laughs> what is he doing? What is that? He was. He was. I think it was the the incense that he had burning. He's holding. It looks like a part. Literally looks like part of a tree branch, and it's smoking. And he's just. He's not smoking it, but yeah. he's holding it and he's waving it around. But what was your interpretation of that voice and what he was doing? Like what? I thought it was just like a sarcastic tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, yeah, my life is so great, you know, that sort of thing, when in reality, he doesn't actually feel that way. That's my interpretation. I could, it's hard to figure out and when this, quite honestly. So his, would people, how did people see this? This is, I'm confused. I'm going to sound like an old guy, but like. Morning. I know. But how did, like, so Kyrie goes on Twitch, he has his own Twitch channel, and people follow him, and I, they're like. I guess, or account. And then it's like, pops up, Kyrie's live on Twitch. See, I get that part of it. What I don't understand is why it took so long. Like, I heard nothing about this yesterday. Yeah, me until neither. later in the day. And yeah. it seemed like it had taken place Wednesday night slash Thursday after they, Dallas had played the other night. We talked about Luka Doncic getting hurt. So, I, I that part I don't quite follow, but... Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter in the end. spread Does like it? wildfire, yeah. yes. Uh, speaking of uh, psychedelics... And out there thinkers. Bill Walton doing some college hoops this week. Uh, this was the Arizona State game on ESPN. They've got a set of brothers from Nashville. And uh, he had this to say about one of them. Devin Cambridge, the younger of the two. You say he's only a month younger? Are they like, what, twins or something? Well, no, if they were twins, they'd be born in the same day. That's well, maybe it just took a little longer than you would think. <laughs> a month of... I, I tried to get to the bottom of these two brothers and what the story is. Yeah. But, so they're not twins, I guess. But the funny part is him thinking a right. month apart would would be twins. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it took a little longer. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know the background of the. Of the yeah, family, I don't want right? to. Yeah, so I, I be, tried quickly to look one into it. Father and two mothers. I believe same father. Mother, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what would have to be. Yeah, it would have yeah. to be the one father and two mothers. Right. And I guess they transferred in from separate schools. Well, is there some other new together. way that we can do things? I don't know. But the funny part is, Walt. Al, do you know if there's a new way of doing things? If there were, this would be the year it could happen. Right. Yeah.
Uh, there was, oh, what was the, oh yeah, so that reminded me of him, the brothers and the twins thing or something silly. Did you have the Sean Marash thing? by any chance, of what he said on DA's um, show that could be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and there was another thing on the network. I, I think Shannon Sharp had three kids in the same year. Did he? I think. I have that saved. That's an interesting I remember one. him talking. I mean, he openly talked Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm not saying anything that he hasn't said. Right, right, right. Mm. He said, though, like, 94 was a, an interesting year for him or something like that. All right, so I'm going to give you the two dumbest things I've ever heard in my life before CeeLo can find this. Yeah. And you tell me if this is dumber than these two things. One was a buddy of mine's wife was a flight attendant for private jets. She was up with scientists that were going up to the North Pole to do some studying. She said legitimately, I hope we see some reindeer in the sky up in this trip because she actually thought that reindeer flew. True okay. story. All right. True story. That's the, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Second dumbest thing. Kyrie Irving thinking the world is flat? Well, that, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. no, I'm talking personally. Guys, I know personally. Okay. Uh, you know how people have a bottle of water on a uh, hot day that they'll freeze and they'll bring it outside and it'll be like a natural like cooler so you have like it melts and you have cold water. So a friend of mine saw this, said, how'd you get that giant ice cube through that little hole? Do you build ships and bottles? Those are the two dumbest things I've ever heard. CeeLo still hasn't found this thing. I don't remember where it was saved, honestly. And I we had so much to get through today. <gasps> never thought we were going to get to it. I'll tell you what I can do. I can pull it up on Twitter oh, geez, and play it that way. But this could be the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. And quite frankly, he is not joking around. This is not him doing a bit. This isn't I poop my pants bit, Sean Murray. This is like, this is legit how he thinks. Uh, now when, when did this happen? Two days ago. Yeah. Two days ago. Two days ago. And what were they talking about? They were talking about... See, this is, the, this is where I get confused because Andrew Bogus was trying to explain to me the backstory of how this came to be. And it was very long-winded and with a lot of twists and turns. And I was having, a, quite honestly, having a hard time following that part. Yeah. I don't uh, even know, but it's about the origin of... Come on. Here we go. Humans. All right. Oh, the Catholic religion. Yeah. All right, here we go. Come on, load now. Great. I was under the impression if you followed the Catholic religion, which I, I somewhat do, okay, <laughs> that the first two humans were Mary and Joseph, yeah. and oh they had the immaculate, god. I guess, conception oh of Jesus Christ. Oh my god, that's Hello, an, an all timer. Well, why would it be immaculate the then if they're if they're creating something we've never seen before? Come on, everybody. Mary was a virgin. So they were living with other people. They were, I I thought. Mary and Joseph were kind of like Adam and Eve. Bogus walked out. Well, who do you think Adam and Eve were? Mary and Joseph. I think they were like the same people, but it's like if you don't believe in the Catholic or Christian religion, you believed in Adam and Eve. Uh, which I see now I am terribly wrong, apparently. This is the way I've lived my life, which is why Christmas is a big deal. Because Jesus was born to the first humans on earth. Yes. So... Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's point, because then where did the three wise men come from? That's With a the fair gifts. I never thought about that. And that's who built a, the manger? That's a fair Moses. question as well. <laughs> that Everything's is coming to... Yeah, you get so basically, he thought that if you believed in any Christian religion, that, that Mary and Joseph were the first two humans. But if you didn't, you called them Adam and Eve. <laughs> that wins to me because it's got so many layers and so many things wrong. Yeah, yeah. So many basic wrong assumptions. So, and, and Andrew Bogush got up and left the studio. Yeah, yeah once he basically said, like, I yeah, thought, nobody uh, wrote about it. <laughs> 
What? This is no, true. Right. Nobody wrote about it. What do you mean nobody wrote about it? A lot of that going around here these days. See, if it's going over your head, leave it over your head. Leave it over your head. Right over my head. Right over my head. By the way, your boy uh, Ryan Hickey. Yes. You guys are familiar with him, right? You met his parents at the boat show. Remember they... Yeah, of course. Skipped, yeah, I talked to him yesterday on the phone. Right, they basically skipped yeah. his fan debut to come, or his uh, network debut as a host. That's right. To come to your boat party, right? Yeah, that's right. So he hosts, he produces for the Zach Gelb show, and last night they were talking NBA, and uh, he, I think, he forgot that he was on the air a little bit, but I think there's just too much inconsistencies there as, as well. Also, a big problem in the guy of Russell Westbrook. Ah, there you go. Just say that, man. That <laughs> freaking clown. Whoa! <laughs> we got we're coming full circle this week. We got people cursing on the air. We got people leaving the studio. So now we're full circle. We got full circle. Now you get it, CeeLo. Hello. Uh, yeah. The right about it part threw me off, but yeah, okay. I got it now. Now Thank you me. got it. Well, okay. it just minutes. now. Yeah, it just kicked in. <laughs> Just kicked in. Yep. I was like, "What are they? What's the point? Are they saying that Bogus has a leak around here or something?" No, like that? no, I got no, it now. No. Now there. So welcome it. to the party, CeeLo. Yes. Listen, us part timers. Sometimes it takes us a little longer <laughs> to catch up and figure out what the heck we're talking about. Uh, where do we want to go next? We want to go to uh, Brian Cashman talking about Carlos Rodon and his injury, or do we want to go to what are uh, the hockey teams, man? Go to the hockey teams? This thing is getting hot and heavy around here. All right, let me see if I can effort that for you because you did have a three for three night for the locals. The Rangers, after four days off and a couple of practices under their belt, went up to Montreal. Wasn't the prettiest of games, but they did find a way. Kane with room. He shoots. He scores! Patrick Kane! It's a power play goal! Sam Rosen on MSG. That was after Kane gave the puck away on the same power play, which led to a uh, Montreal shorthanded goal, but he got it right back, tied it up, and the Blue Shirts would eventually win in a shootout 4-3 over Montreal. Igor Shosturkin, perfect 3-for-3 three three in the shootout, while Mika Zibanejad netted the lone goal to give the Blue Shirts the victory. Artemi Panarin, three assists on the night as the Rangers come off the break with a victory. The Islanders were down 3-1 in Pittsburgh in the second period. They come back, force overtime, and then they also would win beyond regulation. And here comes Nelson. He could win it. Nelson on Jari. He scores! Brock Nelson in overtime. And an improbable win for the Islanders in Pittsburgh. Great call there, Brendan Burke on MSG. Nelson with the winner there. They win it over Pittsburgh 4-3, to sweeping the season series from the Penguins. Not to be outdone, the Devils down in D.C. beat the Capitals in a shootout 3-2 to as the newcomer Timo Meyer had the game winner there for New Jersey. Unbelievable fit for the Devils and... That Dawson Mercer kid has has had quite the run here. He the scores last almost every games. night. It's yeah, crazy. he's been on fire. Yes. And that team is fast. The question really comes down to all these teams: which goalie is going to get hot? Yeah, you know how you know how the Islanders like to play. They like to play a tight forechecking game. The Devils are wide open, and their forecheck is in, is is great. And the Rangers are like this highly skilled older team, more experienced, even though they have a lot of young guys yeah, on the team. It's a nice mix. I yeah, would but say. when you add Zibanejad, Kreider, Panarin, Tarasenko, Kane, you know, Tar- Trocek, Trocek. Yeah, but the, those they, guys are older, experienced guys. Yeah, they're still in their late twenties. Truba's still yeah. experienced. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of the young guys on defense, maybe not so much. But uh, I'm. This is going to be wild come uh, playoff time. You need third period overtime shootout, Igor. 
That's what you need. That's what you need. That's exactly that's what we need. Now you got to wonder whether or not and Sorokin has already proven that he can do it. The question is, what about Banachek for the Devils? Yep, absolutely. It always comes down to the goaltender in the freaking pe- in the in the playoffs. That's the way it goes. I'm here because Jerry's in Chicago, of course, calling uh, Rutgers in the Big Ten tournament, and they had themselves a nice second half yesterday against Michigan. Spencer calling for Caleb to come receive the ball, and he does so. Shot clock at eight. Spencer inside the Mulcahy, the lob underneath. Amore catches and dunks with the right hand, and Rutgers goes up by 14, 56-42, with three minutes to go in the second. How good Jerry is. Grab your ass cheeks. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that part of it, yeah, I could do without, but, you know, he should be doing TV. Yeah, he we've been yeah, saying this for well. years now. I mean, that was those great calls this morning. Yeah, I don't know Jerry. what Ross Malloy's doing over there. <laughs> okay. It's probably the yellow shirt. Ever, ever yeah, since right, then, they yeah. never asked him back. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they did win the game yesterday over Michigan. 62-50 to 50 sets up a rematch with Purdue. Today, it's a noon tip. You've got coverage beginning at 11.45 over on WCBS 880 and the free Odyssey app. Fordham did beat LaSalle. The Rams are into the Atlantic 10 semifinals. To correct myself from last hour, that is in Brooklyn, not in Atlantic City. That's where the MAC tournament is, where you've got Iona and St. Peter's playing in the semifinals. Let's get to moment of the day. It is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Interesting morning with the callers uh, as you guys were talking about the Malaysia flight and the Netflix documentary. Yeah, good callers like, today. I mean, never very, very rarely say that. We had good callers today. Well, one in particular, you had the gentleman from Iowa, the former flight attendant turned police officer, originally from Corona and now out in the Midwest. Uh, I would say less a uh, payoff here, more just a summation of his call and a lot of the interesting stuff that did come uh, come up along the way. And you can just kind of tell the theme and the thought, my, the thought process and the mindset of what the people here on the staff are interested in. There's a member here on the staff that had a question for you. He said, have you ever had to interrupt uh, a Mile High Club interaction in the bathroom? <laughs> I did have to inquire as far as why the door was locked for a certain amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, Bruce, I, I always wondered, like, you know, a guy like you, you sound like you got your stuff together, you sound like you're a lot of fun. How many uh, other flight attendants were you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> there is 5% of male flight attendants that are... Male flight attendant that are straight. You're saying okay. Well, I didn't want to say that. It's all right. It's one of the fine. It's what it is. Straight. Yeah, so you can say that. <laughs> yeah, but you're still not answering my question. Hmm. Okay. Many, like a lot, a little, a few. I mean, like you know, what was your what was your ratio? I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, okay. And Bruce, last question here. We can probably keep you forever because you're a very interesting guy. Why hey, Iowa? Hey, you grew hey, up in Corona, hey, Queens. Had you, a lot of fun. Yeah, how'd you yeah, end up in Iowa? Uh, followed a girl oh, who go. was a flight attendant who was from out here. There you go. All right, there we go. Now, 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 we now, we now we're talking. Right. I think we all probably could have guessed that last part. Yeah. I wonder if she's asked him how many flight attendants he's been <laughs> with. I'm sure she has. Yes. yes. I don't think she's the only one. Right. I think she understands it. You were really holding his feet to the fire to get to the answer. Well, I just want to get an answer. The great Bruce in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for him to make college basketball picks after that. <laughs> yeah. You can replace that for, yeah, exactly. Right.
Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You sent us a picture of the Team Boomer 40-mile bike tour uniforms that we'll be wearing. Now, did we have pants last time? No, well, we, you and I did because it was just you and I that did. Oh, okay. So this time we have 110 bikers. I think, I think oh, we're up goodness. to about like, uh, I think we're up to 100 now, so we need 10 more bikers. All right. And if anybody out there would like to bike, all you have to do is go to Asiason.org and you can join our team. Yeah, so we got our jerseys. Yeah. And um, hopefully it's going to be a nice day because they are short sleeve jerseys. But if it's a little chilly, you can always put like an Under Armour fleece underneath it. Sure. But or, I'm wondering the, the pants situation, though. Well, you just get yourself a pair of bike shorts. With the but the pad in the ass. Thing, yes, you yes, gave yes. me the pad in the ass thing last. You could time. use you could use those. So I gotta get I gotta that get was that. The, the, so those were the ones that went over your shoulders. If I remember, that's correctly. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To wear it, pull it up. Yeah, that whole. Yeah, thing. it was like a uh, what do they call that? Oh God, geez. or whatever. Yeah, I'd be sorry. But you could just get yourself a nice pair of navy blue bike shorts. Okay, all right. Just make it sure because I didn't know what I needed this time around. Because last time you gave me the whole thing that attached. Or, or better yet, you, you can get yourself a pair of gore g o r e gore long pants gore that, that long are, pants right that have the that have the bike seat in it. Okay, and also are uh, the wind doesn't get through them. And they're kind of like... Uh, and they're super tight, obviously. They're super right? tight, yeah. And you look good in those. Yeah, okay. But I could put maybe shorts over that so I don't look like... Oh, no, you wear them. You don't put shorts over well, those. Well, but that looks like... gore bike pants. Everybody who wears them wears wears them as tights. That's your, You'd be just but like you, everybody else. <sighs> you'd be just like everybody else. There's uh, 30,000 riders. They're gonna, Everybody's going to have bike shorts on in our group, I would think. Because most of the people that are, are in our group, some are novice uh, bikers, like yourself... But you've been through this. Before. I've done this already. I've Do done forty like? miles twice on a bike. One time with the bike tour, another time when I met you with the oldest Ford and Quag. Yes, yeah, so you understand. I've done this. Yeah, so I've uh, been there. Get yourself a pair of bike shorts. No, but or you can wear that. Um, God, I want to say overalls. I want to say overalls because it's singlet. Signal. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But this what about the bulge potential of this thing? You know, I'm worried about people looking and saying well, he's not working with much over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm worried about that. That whole if it, if that's too tight, that's why I wanted to go with the, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm being serious here. Yeah, okay. What if I wore like like Team Boomer shorts over the tights? You know, put a cup in there, <laughs> you know, and they make yourself feel better. Bag right? cashews. But you do not want to you do not want to be riding with a cup. I can tell you that. No, 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 no way. Absolutely but, not. Um, just don't worry about it. Everybody's going to be dressed the same. Everybody wears either bike. So, well, not everybody in the bike tour gets dressed like this. But I would say it more than 75% have bike shorts on, bike shirts on, bike jerseys on. You know, and they all look the part. Is Tierney going to show up with this? Yeah, he's tights? got it. Yes. Yeah. These gore tights? I, well, I don't know. I, I, he hasn't asked me. Like you're asking. Yeah, yeah, I know. <clears throat> why, why don't you just Google gore, gore bike pants? It's G O R E? Yes. Sydney got them for me. Okay. And you're going to be wearing them? Yes. Well, uh, depending on what kind of day it is. If it's a nice day, I'll either do the bike shorts or if it's a little bit cooler or a little bit moist, wet. Yeah, you know what? Then I'll be wearing these. You know exactly what it's going to be like. Because I'm doing this again. It's going to be 45 degrees in no, a driving rain no, in 30 mile an hour winds. No, it's not. It, there will be a wintry mix at some point in May because I'm doing this thing. I'm telling you. And I won't do it next year. It'll be 65 and sunny and perfect. Do you see the bike pants? I do. It's gore wear. Tex Infinium pants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I see them. I'm in. 
If, that, if that's what you want to wear, long pants, you can. And you can wear those on a nice day, too. It's not going to be an 80-degree day. No. But you can still wear those pants if you want to hide your, hide, hide your skinny legs. <laughs> I do have, yeah. I am that classic, like, Italian look with the, the big torso and the skinny legs. Yeah, so that, that I would get yourself a pair of those pants. All right. All right. Very good. I am, uh, I am looking forward to it. Dropping weight, getting back in shape. This was the impetus to do that because there's no way I could have done that bike tour like two. Yeah, but I thought the pounds. impetus to do this was to win the uh, the Biggest Loser and save. It, well, that turned that was the second part about it. So I said, since I'm doing the bike tour, I got to get in shape. Then I found out that they were doing this, and I was like, I might as well just enter this as well because it coincides at the same thing. Right. So we'll see. And so if I could win the Sable Biggest Loser and finish this bike tour injury free, that's a pretty good spring for me. Even you would imagine. I Even would you would say that. Pretty good spring. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yes. For the most part? Yeah. Pretty good spring, I would say. Let's go to Al in South Carolina. What's going on, Al? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for letting me get on before you close up. Yeah, what's um, up? Uh, Odell, uh, as far as being a great player, I don't think he's a good fit for the Jets. Um, I also think the package deal that everybody's talking about is going to be A-Rod and Lazard. And I, the other thing I wanted to say is Puma said something about Zach Wilson and the whole assuming Rodgers is going to play every week. I mean, when you sign a player, don't you think he's going to play every week? Isn't that the, I mean, that's what you want. So I understand the other call was thing about the fifth-year option. So, But I don't think it does a good fit for this group. I think that's the package. And I think we assume and we all want Rodgers here. We want him to play all 17 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is the NFL, and Aaron Rodgers has had a injury history. He has missed games. Uh, and what I'm saying is that, you know, that doesn't mean if Aaron Rodgers comes here for two years or one year, that there isn't going to be somewhere along the line that Zach Wilson may get an opportunity to play in a big spot. True. And that's what's going to be really interesting. Who is the Are they going to deactivate Zach Wilson? No, he's going to be the backup. Is he 100? <sighs> he's going to be the backup. Oh, my God. But you're pushing all the chips in the middle of the table. They'll, if he have gets another, hurt. they'll have another third quarterback. Now, whether I, I don't. I don't want to say it's not going to be Mike White. I don't know that for sure. It could be Mike White or it could be another player. But, they, you know, they'll, they'll have a, a three-man quarterback group, and they'll probably have a fourth quarterback on the practice squad. Yeah. I just, to me, if he's around this first year, I don't even want him and to have to come in a game. And what I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the NFL owners will allow the, each of these teams to carry three quarterbacks into the game. Yeah, that's something that's, that... We, I think we all want that. It all makes a lot of sense. And hopefully that they will come to their senses and go back to the three-quarterback situation that each of these teams can have.